For Tuesday, May 25, the 145th day of 2021, there are 220 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will uh, get you ever so closer to Memorial Day weekend, the long holiday weekend. We'll also tell you what the weather is going to be like for that weekend. Plus, we'll have the return of the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No, he is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Snap. He's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You uh, Are you aware there's a full moon tomorrow? I didn't know that. No, I, I did not. You will not be able to see it from Snap. <laughs> You, in fact, will have to go into the Pacific time zone probably to be able to see it effectively. Yeah, I, I think I might pass in that. Because it, uh, it, is, it begins at 4.47 a.m. Eastern time, but you really, the full uh, eclipse doesn't start until 6.11 a.m. Central time. It's daylight by that time, so it's going to be hard for you to enjoy. Yeah, I was told by somebody that it was going to be in the middle of the night, and I said, that's past my bedtime or way too early for me, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, not, not happening. It's actually late enough in the night that it's early morning in the Eastern Time Zone, but it's getting daylight. You know, here in the Central Time Zone, well, in the extreme Western portions of the Central Time Zone, it's daylight now before five thirty. So mm-hmm. it'd be hard for you to see what is called the Super Flower Blood Moon. Super it sounds kind of ominous. Blood Moon. Don't you think it sounds ominous? I think. Flower. It's, I think it sounds. I think it sounds. You ominous go for a ride on that as well. It's a very pretty color, though. Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning to the First Baptist uh, Church Litchfield's Worship and Discipleship Minister. Who am I? The, the Internal Revenue Cornelius. Service knows him as Dennis the C. Cook. We know him I as Yukon Cornelius. You're looking at a mighty humble bumble. Morning, humble bumble. Hey, morning. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. Good to see you. It's always awesome to come in on Tuesdays with you guys. You look a little different. You look now like you're a grad dad. Thank you for noticing. You're officially a, a, a grad dad. Thank you for noticing. As of uh, Friday evening, your family had a big uh, big weekend. We did have a great weekend. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, it's a great picture there. Uh, actually, uh, our neighbor took that. He was walking outside and said, hey, happy graduation. We said, hey. Come here real quick. Uh, I, I noticed the way you, you have uh, your right hand on Gracie's mm-hmm. arm. Yeah, she moves around a lot. But almost as if a stay right here, don't <laughs> don't go type of thing. Yeah. It, it looked like maybe you're trying to hold her in the nest more than, I don't know, maybe your left hand is encouraging her. Like maybe you're about to say fly, be yeah, free. I, I was pushing her with the left hand, uh, <laughs> but for the picture, I just wanted that right hand there, but... 
Friday was awesome. It was a surreal moment for us as a family. And thanks to K105, thanks to you guys for making this available when you know, grandparents and, and, and family and friends couldn't all be there because of the ticket process. And you allowed them to experience that moment. So that's priceless to us. So thank you. It was a great night. Uh, it looked great on camera. It was it was really well. And by the way, Gracie did a wonderful job with the invocation. Uh, and, uh, you know, that was not part of the official program, right. but uh, it occurred just the same. So it was a very nice touch and a great way to start the ceremony. So congratulations to all the, uh, right. all the graduates. It's a, it's a big season weather wise. Uh, it's going to be hot today, but we will, it'll get a little more mild through the middle sections of the week. We'll start to see increased rain showers starting uh, tomorrow. But 92 today, and then settle into the upper 80s for about a three-day period, and still Saturday, and even Sunday, looking just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. 75 on Saturday with some passing clouds, but looks like uh, no chance of rain. And then a little warmer on Sunday with 82, and then even Monday's looking good, 84 and a 20% chance of for afternoon Memorial rain. Day, that's it's pretty good. Absolutely. For yeah. this time of year when... You know, you get heat and humidity, and you get a pop-up shower in the afternoon. But that mild, that 75 on Saturday is Ooh, yeah. uh, is looking wonderful. Looking at some Kentucky weather data, the new normal weather is showing that it is warmer and wetter here in the Commonwealth, just like we went through a decedinal census it, over the last year. We have also gone through a compilation of climate data from across the country, all 50 states. And then inside that, we get to see what's happening with uh, precipitation levels and temperature levels. And in Kentucky, it is getting, um, especially over a 30-year average, it's getting a little bit warmer and it's getting a little bit wetter as a year, a decade over decade. For instance, in Bowling Green, the average temperature, so the average daily temperature in Bowling Green over the last decade, 59.1 degrees, which is up 1.1 degrees from the previous 10 years. The average precipitation, though, is pretty flat at 0.22. But if you go off to the east, the precipitation levels get a little bit higher. Bowling Green and Frankfurt had two of the highest increases in average temperature, but you'd have to go off to the eastern half of the state in order to find increase in annual precipitation. So anyway, it's kind of interesting yeah. uh, to follow. It makes you wonder, are we getting wetter and are we getting warmer? And we are. I find it uh, really interesting year over year. in this map. You've got like Cynthiana, Falmouth there in like north central Kentucky where it's got that little patch of darker green. It's interesting to see mm -hmm. why. Yeah, it makes you wonder what, what, happened, what happened there to reflect that. Uh, to give us those data, uh, that data. But good news, President Biden is going to fix global warming and climate change, and there will be no more hurricanes. There will be no more natural disasters because President Biden announced yesterday that he's doubling U.S. emergency spending to help communities prepare for hurricanes and other extreme weather events while launching a new effort at NASA to better understand and track the impact of climate change. The $1 billion in spending is a small fraction of what the U.S. spends on weather-related disasters. Last year alone, the nation endured 22 weather and climate-related disasters with losses of greater than $1 billion each. The disasters, including wildfires, <laughs> hurricanes, and snowstorms, had a cumulative price tag of nearly $100 billion, and we're Whoa. off to a rough start. In 2021, already, we had a deadly blackout in Texas 
and we had an ongoing severe drought in the West, and so, but... And but, then don't we have Anna on the way, right? Isn't that the... I, I haven't heard any updates on it. I'm not sure if it's coming, if it's we are, no longer. We are expected, so hurricane season begins on... June 1. On uh, Tuesday? Will that be Tuesday or Wednesday? Anyway, Tuesday. it begins next week. Yeah, Tuesday. And runs through November. Noah is predicting 13 to 20 named storms. If you recall last year, we we Didn't had we go all the way through. Yeah, we went all yeah, the way right, through yeah. and got back into the Greek alphabet. Um, so, I so they're I guess predicting a less active hurricane season, or if you're from the extreme southeastern United States, hurricane, not hurricane, hurricane, Hur- hurricane. hurricane. Is what, is it, it's Hurricane West Virginia. Yes, that's right. And uh, speaking of President Biden, have you all seen his address to the uh, Coast Guard Academy? So he gave the commencement address no. to the Coast Guard. No, I have not. And <laughs> he told the graduating class of the Coast Guard that they were dull because they didn't get his joke. So President Reagan is famous oh for telling a joke to the Coast Guard that uh, he had learned from some of his co- Coast Guard personnel that had been helping him that day. Uh-huh. He says that the line is the equivalent of this, that the Coast Guard is the is the nucleus shell that the navy forms around during times of war mm-hmm. so basically to say coast guard's better than the navy yeah president reagan tells that and they gets uproarious laughter you know like yeah that's right the coast guard is great well president biden tries to steal the exact line and the exact joke but fumbles the punchline and then gets <laughs> mad at the people at the coast guard because they don't know his joke <laughs> See, that's probably relatable. I'd probably be in the same way if I mess up a joke. It's, he said, he it's does, like, clap, please. Man, I tell you, you all are dull. Uh, went on Michael Scott and uh, messing up the punchline. He went completely Michael Scott. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Rand Paul in the news today. He just continues. Uh, Just another get, neighbor issue? To, to get headlines. Well, if Richard Marks is a neighbor, <laughs> okay. then uh, perhaps. But somebody did mail a mysterious package to their home uh, in Bowling Green that had some type of substance in a very threatening and vulgar letter. Oh, my. That they received, so it's just turned out to be nothing. The package I was reading last night, the they took it to the Bowling Green Fire Department and tested it, and it wasn't hazardous or anything along the lines of that. But the letter was kind of the. The sentiments of the letter were basically, I'll finish what your neighbor started. and uh, But then Richard Marks was piling on yesterday about you know, about him refusing to get the vaccine. But what do you care, Richard Marks? If you got your vaccine, what do you care what Rand Paul does? Why Why does it matter? And so this can't, it is so interesting that a group of people like the Richard Marks or the extreme left, it's we want everyone to be accepted. Everyone should be accepting of everyone so long as you are with us. Right. You're not allowed to have your own independent thought if it's in conflict to the way that I believe, which is the, I mean, that's the epitome of hypocrisy. Yes. So I just don't get it and I don't understand. But Rand Paul just says, I'll be right here waiting for you. (laughs) Sorry. Were you on the Rick and Bubba show this morning? Because they ran through all of the Richard Marks lyrics. No. Okay. Well, that's why I was wondering. I would love to were... be on the Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba were at our church <laughs> once, though. <laughs> I think it was a different one. 
Oh, I mean, Rick and Bubba, I was just my, wrong my you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> the latest figures, 1.99 million Kentuckians have been vaccinated. The vaccination levels had slowed down just a bit, but now 42,000 Kentuckians ages 12 to 17 have received the vaccine. More than 80% of people 65 and older have been vaccinated, 60% of people 50 to 64, and then the vaccination rate drops to 30% among Kentuckians ages 18 to 29. And that math works out because the people who are most vulnerable to contracting and uh, dying from are in the older category. So the younger you get, the less likely you are to have, you know, to, to suffer uh, negative consequences of it. So you're, you're in you know, good shape. Uh, by the way, the positivity rate, 2.61. Slowly trying to phase out having to bring you those numbers every day. Yeah. So that's good, uh, good for you guys. I'll be happy for you. What we're focused on. Tanker truck uh, driver injured after a truck rolls on Owensboro Road. A tanker truck carrying nearly 5,000 gallons of fuel has been seriously injured after the truck rolled over on Owensboro Road near Short Creek, caused a road closure for several hours yesterday. Yesterday morning, about 8.40, the uh, Grayson County Sheriff's Office, Falls of Rough, and LFD, uh, along with EMS, responded to the 9700 block of Owensboro Road. A westbound key oil company tanker truck driven by Dustin Bishop of Horse Branch had to drop off the edge of the roadway to avoid an eastbound semi-truck. He was carrying 4,500 gallons of road diesel, lost control of the truck, overcorrected, causing uh, the vehicle to roll over, breaking the tanker free from the truck. So they had to work on that spill all day uh, yesterday. And they erected a boom to stop the fuel from flowing downstream, et cetera. So he had suffered uh, serious injuries, was transported by EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes. So that color of that is... Yeah, diesel fuel is, yeah. a, is, a, weird, yeah. is a weird color. Um, Looks like blood almost. Yeah, but big damage, too, to the cab of that truck. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky State Police have identified all four people killed in a shooting incident and fire last week. 38-year-old Calvin Leisure III of Beaver Dam was found in the living quarters of a building destroyed by a fire in Ohio County. His manner of death was not disclosed. Three others suffered gunshot wounds. They were Leisure's sister, Nora Owings. Uh, his father, Calvin Leisure Jr., both Beaver Dam and Owings' son, Hunter Owings of Centertown, still not a lot of detail on this situation, what's going on, but certainly a tragedy to report. Yeah, when I saw that the other night, it was crazy. First responders have uh, worked a plane crash in Breathitt County yesterday that killed at least one person. Officials uh, said the FAA out of Indianapolis had contacted the Julian Carroll Airport in Jackson Yesterday afternoon, a reported that a small aircraft dropped from radar in Breathitt County. So they, uh, the FAA is expected on the scene today to do the investigation of that accident. State police are looking for a man who pulled a handgun on police at an Owensboro hotel. State police said they are searching for 41-year-old Sandy Slim Thompson. Owensboro police and troopers responded to Wingfield Inn and Suites on West Parish Avenue yesterday afternoon about 1230 after receiving a tip about a stolen vehicle. While they were searching for Thompson on the second floor, he brandished a handgun with at least one officer firing at Thompson. And uh, he is considered armed and dangerous and should be not be approached. If you have any information, contact your local law enforcement agency. The first woman to become Sergeant Major of a U.S. Army Division will step into that role this week here in the Commonwealth. C uh, Command Sergeant Major Veronica Knapp will assume responsibility at the senior enlisted advisor of uh, as the senior enlisted advisor of the 101st Airborne Division from Command Sergeant Major Brian Barker. 
The ceremony will take place on Thursday at Fort Campbell. And the ceremony will be live streamed on the division Facebook page, and so it's a milestone. Um, certainly, yeah, it's awesome. You know, yes, wonderful, wonderful news from this colonel to that sergeant. Congratulations! <laughs> I forgot to salute you when you came in this yeah, morning. Totally you got me distracted by something else. <laughs> I apologize. And earlier this week, an Ohio uh, Kings Island had to yeah. close early. Did you all see this? In no, the news? I did not. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> um, what happened? Kings Island is in Mason, so that's about 20 miles north of Cincinnati. Closed 30 minutes early Saturday <laughs> night after several fights among teenagers occurred. Uh-oh. In the parking lot, right? Was it in the parking I lot or was it in I, the... I think what I was reading is the parking lot. Police but... officers responded to reports of unruly guests, primarily juveniles, in the park and parking lot. Yeah, so no arrests were made. Uh, Ryan Smith, a resident of Milford, Ohio, attended the amusement park Saturday with his family and said the park was crowded with large groups of older teens acting in an aggressive manner. He said there were a lot there was a lot of uh, bad language. It felt rough, adding that he believed the park was understaffed. It was unclear what sparked the fights inside the park and parking lot. Kings Island did not immediately return a request for comment. Didn't Kentucky Kingdom announce this year um, 15, chaperones? Fif- for 15 and younger? 15 and under. I think that's what it was. Yeah, well, you're 16, 17, so yeah. they probably need to. <laughs> yeah. They may be. Next. Not that they're beyond causing trouble. No. Now, I've been in tussles over the last funnel cake at fairs and stuff <laughs> like that, but this is another story. Also, they were fighting to ride the beast. A massive swarm. Is the bat still there? No. Do they, they don't well, have yeah, the bat? Well, I think it is, actually. I don't like bats, but I had a bat shirt from King's Island when I was a kid because it was one of those, you know, three-quarter length shirts, mm-hmm. like oh, the oh, baseball no. shirts with the white the, the and then the black sleeves. The, but, it had cool? the, but it had the wings underneath oh, in the oh, armpits. Oh. oh, boy. And so it was serious oh, business. Boy. I don't think I ever uh, wrote it. I think I do got, you still have this shirt? I think it was unauthorized wearing of the shirt. No. I, th- I don't think I ever put forth the effort to write it. Yeah, it's good. It's I just good. got the shirt. Yeah. And so now as an adult, I'm going to call foul on self because you you shouldn't yeah. have a shirt to something that you didn't well, do. Well, you were chicken when you were there. When you came back, you thought, man, I would get this shirt and tell all my buddies, check out my shirt. I rode this thing. I like the, the bat wings, too. That's, that's what I like. That's, well, you got to have one of those. I haven't seen one of those. My pajamas have that, except the cape and the cowl. We're not talking about your underoos. <laughs> We're talking about your actual shirt. The shirt. Oh, okay. Separate. Okay. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Dennis, Dennis Cook is our guest co-host today. Sit tight. Hang around here on In the Know. Quick reminder, the water cooler question coming up later on in the show today is going to be your chance to win. Got uh, some uh, Beach Bend tickets and then that uh, drive-in laser light show Which is cool. at the Soaky Fairgrounds. We'll tell you more about that, so hang around. Okay. Today is tap dance day today. Alea has expressed a recent interest in tap dance. She got tap shoes for her birthday, so she just uh, tappy tap tap. She was out on the sidewalk tapping uh, one day last week. I'm sorry you all missed it. Yeah, I did miss that. It is also Brown Bagot Day today. Taking your lunch to work or school is an effective way to save money and ensure you and your family are eating healthy. Does a lunchbox count? Does it have to be a brown bag? Can it be a lunchbox? I feel like a lunchbox a lot better. (laughs) I got news for him. 
Brown bag doesn't mean I'm eating healthy. <laughs> it just means I'm hiding what I'm bringing in. Yeah, I got it. You have certain layers to your brown you bag. You better believe Hidden it. Hidden compartments. Don't be putting no apple in there. <laughs> it takes up a lot of room. And it is Geek Pride Day today, a yeah, day for right. sci-fi fans and techno nerds. Uh, congratulations, Sam. Sam. Uh, the date coincides with the 1977 release of the first Star Wars movie. Which is kind of odd because we celebrate Star Wars Day on May the 4th, mm-hmm. but then later in that same month is the anniversary of the first movie's release, so we had we can't call it Star Wars Day because we already had that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just have to call it Geek Pride Day. So as, uh, well, I can't ask Sam, I have to ask Dennis. Oh. Dennis, do we allow Star Trek fans to celebrate this day today? I think you have to. Yeah? I, I think it's... Uh, if it's, you're going to call it a I generic can't. Can't geek day, then uh-huh. the guys that do this also I have I to. Can't do, I can barely do it. But, Sam, but. but now, to be clear, Dennis, Sam does not like Star Wars. No. So is he allowed to celebrate Geek Pride Day if he doesn't like Star Wars because the day we celebrate it on is to coincide with the release of the first movie? So is it a predicate? Yeah. That you have to like it in order to celebrate. I think so. The, well, I, I like the I way you excuse me, Sam. Like those questions to it's me. Just um, <laughs> go ahead and mute number two there. Um, <laughs> Maybe just not as overhyped. Is that a, a okay. better? You're getting worse. <laughs> Keep digging. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is much better. When you dig yourself a hole, stop shoveling. <laughs> You're, oh, we got pearls of wisdom already. You're continuing, <laughs> you're continuing to shovel. Uh, this week's By the Numbers from the Pole Vault, a statistical look at who we are and the things that we do. 89% of adults admit they can't read nom- uh, Roman numerals. I have to sit there for a second, but I can work through it. There's not. I, I don't know the number where I slow down immensely, but I can do pretty well, you know, up into the... You know, 30s, 40s, that, but there there becomes a point when I look at it and I go, okay, so that's 10, yeah. and then yeah. that's 9, yeah. 19. If that, I wasn't an NFL fan, I don't think I would. I think yeah. that's the only way because it kind of gives me the, since they use Roman numerals for the Super Bowl. Once a year, I need to figure out you how have to, to read a Roman numeral. Yeah. Well, uh, also the Olympics because they do the games of the blank Olympiad and they do those in Roman numerals as well. So there's just, another opportunity to capitalize on that. Closed captioning would just say, have it written up there for me. <laughs> uh, well, you know, usually uh, when you see XIX, uh-huh. you think, well, that's a big number. Well, yeah, but it's just 19. 19, yeah. You know, it's, I was going to guess 21. I was wrong. <laughs> there. Yeah, I knew that you would. 40% of men don't know their wife's shoe size. Oh, come on, guys. You say 40%? 40%. Four in ten men don't know their wife's shoe size. Get with it, fellas. 58% of men say they wash their face before going to bed. Who? How many? 58%. Uh, nearly six in uh, ten. Uh, come on, man. They lie. <laughs> Y'all lie so bad. Isn't that, I mean, right? Not six in ten. Get my blueberry face mask on. I mean, on every morning for sure I do. You got to exfoliate. Yeah, what you said. Eighty-seven <laughs> percent of women say they have an eyelash curler in their purse. How many 
Mm-mm. Nearly no 9 and 10. 9 and 10. 48% of us say we will miss social distancing when the pandemic is over. Oh, you know it. <laughs> some of us, some of us here to stay. Yes. Why is that not higher? I'm I'm on board 100%. 40 of us, 48% of us say <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> doesn't say 48% of us will. It says 48% of us See, say. See, I love the say, games is that people would stay away from me. They also didn't say they're telling the truth. They just said it. 15% of us have accidentally gotten into the wrong vehicle in a parking lot. I don't believe that I've ever I don't believe that I've ever done that. Hmm. What was it? Okay. Gotten into the wrong vehicle in a parking lot, 15%. No. I'd no. say that's a good percentage that actually got into the vehicle, much higher percentage walking towards the vehicle trying to hit the unlock button realizing Right. It's not yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then have to alter course. Yes. Mm-hmm. 17% of adults say they dislike the smell of cooking bacon. <laughs> the, one, <laughs> the one thing with cooking bacon is that smell lingers for quite a while. It does certainly linger. No, that's not a bad you, thing. I was going to say, where are you going thing. here? Gormley? Not a bad thing, but it does linger. I hope that. I, I hope that those aren't Americans. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you tell it, Mark. I mean, I would be I would be okay if seventeen percent of adults say worldwide, but none of them better be Americans, or we're going to have to have some type of <laughs> civics test. I'd, I'd be okay if seventeen percent said I want a bacon scented candle in the office. <laughs> that would make more sense. Thirteen percent of us admit we have stolen a roll of toilet paper at work. And to no. be clear, <laughs> to, wait, wait a second, I got to got to be careful here. To no, be I clear, it is not borrowing. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is stealing. I guess you could replace it with something else, but does that number sound high or low? Thirteen percent. Based off Joey's pattern of behavior, <laughs> it sounds low. Whoa. Okay. But I'm I mean You're not naming any names, no, though, right? Not at all. No. Joey Snyder's just been called out. <laughs> is he on the phone? A new poll says half of Americans hide their favorite snacks from family members. Now we're going to get down to the real nitty-gritty of the Cook household. Tell me the percentage again. Half. That would be 50. Oh, 50%? 50 50% half. half, in case you... Half of what? That is way too low. You don't need the Roman numerals to figure out... (laughs) That's X minus Y squared is half. L, is that right? A survey of 2,000 American snackers reveals nearly 48%. Nearly half, 48% have stashed their favorite treats in hidden spots around the house. Many admit they have no plans to share them with the rest of their family. 46% of those who have hidden snacks said they simply don't want to share, while 53% said the people they live with would eat them all if they knew where to look. Well, I know that there are people in this building that do that. In fact, I have to do that sometimes in my office from some people in this building. Not oh naming my any names. Goodness, Princess Tiana. No, it's not her. You said it was earlier in the hallway when I was talking to you, <laughs> Dennis. You she look like is. the cat who has swallowed the canary. What? All right, a couple things here. Uh, as the man of the house, yes, there are things that we do for the good of the family, <laughs> and I really feel like this is something that you know you work all day. You want that special Pop-Tart. You hide it in your sock drawer. Kids will never find it. I mean, that's not where I put things, obviously. But then also during COVID, you remember back when we were rationing out groceries? 
Sure. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were, yes, we were sanitizing them before we brought yes, them in the I house. Yes, I mean, don't, yeah. don't touch anything and, you know, right. mask up. And Well, we hid quite a bit of things because we were all quarantined, and Sarah hid things from me during that oh. time. All right, so that's really where I wanted to go with this because I am perfectly okay with you hiding things from your children. <laughs> and I think that we all do that. We certainly do in our household. But I yes. think what I am curious to know huh. is, are you hiding things from Sarah? Okay. Um. <laughs> but you just called Sarah out saying she's hiding things or has hidden things from you. I don't think I said that. Um, I, let's go to the video. Uh, t- we don't have it. Uh, <laughs> Instant replay. Let's pull it up. Here, here, Sarah has a little trick. Uh, she goes to the stores and picks up these these food items. She goes and she puts the groceries up. We bring them up the steps and we bring them to the kitchen and unload. She kind of puts stuff away. And there's these things that she don't look back. There's these things <laughs> that she does when she puts things up, but she doesn't communicate that they were purchased. And that delays the excitement, say, over cupcakes. I don't think she's hiding those things. I think she's delaying the introduction of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's hiding them. Because she's no, not putting I don't it on, think the, it's on the thing and say, hey, guess what I got, guys? Cupcakes. I think it's just not full disclosure that they've arrived because I think all moms will sequel. slowly roll out. Mm-hmm. You know, like when an album comes along, yeah. you lead out with the first two or three singles. The cassette singles. To get sure. people excited. You don't throw the whole album out there until you've established some hits. And that's just what moms do. So like a teaser. That's right. Yeah. They give you the, the lead track and they go, oh, yeah, this is great. And then, but you want, you, you just can't put it all out there because then by the time that you hear it, you go, oh, I've heard this whole album. Uh, I disagree. You do. I love to hear music all at once. Interesting. Well, really, when it comes to cupcakes, cupcakes should be presented as you're getting out of the car saying, hey, I went to the grocery, put the brand flakes away, okay? Put the shampoo away. Where's the good stuff? That's what I want to know. <laughs> So, on speaking of the lovely and talented Mrs. Sarah Cook, yes, I, I stopped by to see you all on Saturday evening. Yes, at Cook Ranch Shaved Ice. And by the way, kudos to you all to cutting your progeny loose for the afternoon and evening, so they could kick off their summer. So it was mom and dad working hard. Yep. In, in the business while the kids were off enjoying the beginnings of summer. So on the Internet, tip of the cap to you all on doing that because you. You, I'm sure you probably wanted to do something else with your Saturday evening. Yeah. But when I, I got when I visited you to say hello, it was close to closing time. So I had to speed upon my merry way, but then said I was probably I would try to get back by. but wasn't sure if I would. Do you recall this correctly? I do. I remember that you all were working very hard. I could tell that you've been working very hard there for the afternoon. And so I just I tried not to impose, and I went on my way. But about maybe ten, five to ten minutes before closing time, I happened back by. And so if you don't know where Cook Ranch Shaved Ice this is this week, they're in the upper portions of the Southgate Mall. Correct. And so and that's where you were last Saturday, and I presume that's where you are this entire week. So I happened by, 
and I was moving at a slower rate of speed as I'm heading down South Main Street, and I'm going to see, well, are the cooks still hard at work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as I get even with the with the location, I glance over, and there's the lovely and talented Miss Sarah Cook, and she's she's working very hard. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I don't I don't see Yukon anywhere. So I thought, well that that's odd. Yukon has slipped off somewhere. Well, I get through the traffic light, and now I'm in approaching the lower section of Southgate Mall. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been around Southgate Mall. It's one giant slab of tarmac, of pavement, of concrete. Mm-hmm. Yes. And on a Saturday evening about 6.50 or 6.55, there are not a lot of cars around. And I look in the middle of this. It's like in the middle of a desert, a uh-huh. concrete desert. Mm-hmm. I see one Dennis Cook who mm-hmm. is just allowing gravity to haul him down the hill to grab a mushroom and Swiss. <laughs> I will presume it was a mushroom and Swiss. But it was it was like in Lawrence of Arabia when the guy is in the middle of the desert and he can see an oasis off on the horizon and he's just thinking I'm I must get there. I must get there. I must have a mushroom and Swiss. And you didn't know anyone else was around. You didn't know I was there. You didn't know. You you were just lolloping down the parking lot just trying to get there. You blacked out at this point. And I thought to myself, this is Doug Heffernan. This is Doug and Carrie Heffernan <laughs> incarnate right here. Sarah is up here working in the trailer. And Dennis is going through the drive-thru going, I'll have seven number 12s. Rebuttal? <laughs> yes, go right ahead. You Did, know, is there anything I just said that is an untruth? Oh, yes, several things. <laughs> okay. First, one major faux pas you have just told on yourself for. <laughs> okay. Your eyes should be on the road at all times, my friend. <laughs> uh, uh, this, my head's on a swivel. Uh, I see it, I see no, it all. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah. yours. Uh, a couple of things. The second thing is I had just been working very hard, thus the <laughs> slow walking. Yeah. Third... It wasn't mushroom and Swiss. <laughs> it, it was something. It was only the restroom, mind you. <laughs> only that's, the restroom. That's all, because the urinal's closed off in the trailer right now. So <laughs> that that definitely does explain the look on your face. Then <laughs> uh, I tell you, you were in a tractor beam. I can't tell you how tired I was on Saturday night from the whole week. I from that moment, I smiled all the way home and said, <laughs> I can't wait for Tuesday. <laughs> Shame on you. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler question is coming right up here on In the Know. Wishing I was deep, deep in the water somewhere. Got the blue sky breeze and it don't seem fair. Did you know? Children learn an average of 10 new words a day between the ages of two and five. Ten a day? Ten a day between two and five. And I think. They're intent on using all of them every oh, day. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, so you compound that into wow, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of new words a year. But uh, for instance, this week, I uh, believe on Sunday, um, Alea got stuck on the word macaroni. 
I don't know why, well, that's a, but that's a fun word. That is a fun word. Mm-hmm. Macaroni, 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 macaroni. Come to find out that that must be a song in Fortnite, according to her, and that's why it was. Oh, uh, okay. got, okay. got nothing an, there. An earworm on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't dispute that. I, I, okay. I played once, did terrible, and realized <laughs> that it wasn't wasn't for me. It was not for you. Was Here's not for me. today's water cooler question: Your chance to Let's win go. four tickets to Beach Bend and a uh, ticket for a car load to the Soaky Fairgrounds June 4th through 6th for the Cabin Fever's Laser Light Show. Drive-in laser light show, dual projection screen, choreographed music, uh, cutting edge effects. Cool. And so I'm hearing very great things about this. So you can spend all day at Beach Bend if you want to and then go to the drive-in show that night or bust it up into two days, whatever you think. But the way you win... Is by calling 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. The question is this. 61% of couples have argued about this in the kitchen. 61% of couples have argued about this in the kitchen. 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. So many options here. Dennis, do you need some additional pages? Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of things running through my head right now. I'm just thinking cupcakes unannounced. I was going to say, have, have you and Sarah argued over where the cupcakes are hidden? Well, more so me making a statement and her telling me I was wrong. So no argument there. Yeah, it's. I guess a statement statement is not an argument. Mm-mm, that's what we tell the kids anyway. An argument no. has to, there's a volley. Yeah. You have to return a serve. Yeah, back and forth at least once. Yeah. I got a good good guess. Good guess. All right, let me see. Sixty-one percent of couples have argued about oh, this in the kitchen. Guess, it? What is it? Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Stephen Colbert is going to have a fully vaccinated but uh, fully not social distance audience beginning June fourteenth. In case you're a fan of late night, Taylor. Gets the first shot. Good morning, Taylor. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for calling in. I'm going to ask you to solve today's water cooler question. 61% of couples have argued about this in the kitchen. What is it? Um, I'm going to say rinsing or not rinsing the dishes before putting them in the dish. To rinse or not to rinse. That is the question. You are correct, Taylor. Awesome. So, Taylor, let me ask you, do you rinse or do you not rinse before into the dishwasher? I definitely rinse. Okay. Now, we, I don't know about that. You'll get no argument from me, Taylor. <laughs> so we will not be arguing in the kitchen. I assure you of that. <laughs> hey, Princess Tiana is going to get some information from you. Hold on, Taylor. Uh, congratulations. Have fun. What did you all say? I put the way the dishwasher is loaded. So I was That's a good one. Close. I don't know if you'd have given it to me or not, but... Because uh, I think like no. organization of the dishwasher is no, like that's, that's my house. I would not have given it to you. Is that yeah. a fight that happens in your kitchen? Yeah, I'm no longer allowed to load it. <laughs> I can only unload. But that's kind of part of my plan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you caught on to the Mark Buckle school of doing things. <laughs> do it poorly, and you won't ask to be do it to do it again. Chapter six, page one ninety one. Are you good at the game Tetris, Dennis? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, then no one's going to believe that you can't 
load the dishwasher properly if you excel at Tetris. Does that make sense? Huh? That's huh. different. No. It's it different. Tetris not. has the cool music at the buttons. I usually have some chips beside me. Yeah. Christy Buckles is excellent at Tetris, by the way. Well, we got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What were you forced to eat as a kid and still refuse to eat as an adult? Ooh, good question. Mine's easy. There's only one thing that I'm aware of, and it's at the top of the uh, top of the list. Bananas. Now, I didn't eat bananas uh, as a baby. I ate bananas. My understanding it was a staple that I ate it, and I just have no appetite for bananas whatsoever to this day. So I don't even recall eating them, but I know that I did. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't like them. So that's the only thing that I could qualify and say forced, you know. But yeah. there was nothing that there was nothing else on the table that I had to eat, like as an adolescent, that said, "Oh, I refuse to eat that now." Yeah, I mean, for the most part, all the stuff that I, if I didn't want to eat it, it was okay, fine. Well, you know. We- yeah, starve. There's, yeah, there's, that, as my as my mom would say, there's cereal in the pantry. Yeah, it's this or nothing, or this or cereal or whatever yeah. it might be. I don't even think we were given the option of of cereal, and rightly so. We shouldn't have been given the option. If food, if dinner was prepared, this is what we're having. Eat it or don't. Yeah, um, that's it. There will be no snacking later. One of my spoiled traits, I guess, is that I probably wasn't forced to eat anything I didn't want to. But I remember. <laughs> um, that's made me a very picky eater, according to my wife. But uh, heard that rumor. Uh huh. According to uh, legend in my mind, I remember mushy vegetables being a literal bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. and figurative. I won't do that today. I only eat raw vegetables. I don't eat cooked vegetables at all. I see. Now, for me, I broccoli is one of my favorite, but it has to be cooked. I can't. I don't mm. like raw broccoli. I like carrots, both cooked and raw, but it it is not lost on me how much better I like them raw. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. something. I, I mean, I, I will eat them cooked, 100%. but the, the but the raw version is so much better. I, see, I'm not a huge sweet person, so and usually if you cook carrots, it's usually sweeter. You know where they'll put. I don't know what I'm not even going to try and say what I know what they put on it, but it's sweeter. <laughs> Good enough for Bugs Bunny. Good enough for me on television tonight <laughs> on ABC. Mike Tyson, The Knockout. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Then following that on ABC, after Floyd, the year that shook the world. Okay. I'll connect that for you in just a moment. Okay. On NBC, the live finale part two of The Voice. The season 18 finale of NCIS is on CBS. The season three finale of FBI is on CBS. And on Fox, the season two premiere of Mental Samurai. NHL playoffs still going on? I assume they are. Yeah. Sure. NBA playoffs as well. Yeah, that I do know. Yeah. That I do know. Is Major League Baseball. Yep. Surely. It's still happening. Reds are headed to Washington tonight. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. The Reds had a travel day yesterday, didn't they? Yes. We, get... got to, we, we go to this horrible city in the northern portion of Illinois on this weekend playing a horrible team. Just a terrible team on the north side. Of... He just fired a shot across the bow, Dennis. <laughs> well, he's looking straight up at us, so I don't know. Last time I checked, who won the, the three-game series? 
Today's highlight in history, this date in 2020, George Floyd died when a white Minneapolis police officer pressed his knee on Floyd's neck for about nine and a half minutes. I think you've probably heard of that. In 1787, the Constitutional Convention began at the Pennsylvania State House. Babe Ruth hit his last three career home runs. 712, 713, and 714, this date in 1935. As an Atlanta Brave, right? As a Boston Brave. Bo- at the Boston time. Brave, sorry, yeah. In 1965, Muhammad Ali knocked out Sonny Liston. In 1977, the first Star Wars film, later retitled Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, was released by 20th Century Fox. Because that's that iconic Muhammad Ali photo with his... It's the one they use mm-hmm. for the... One they use for the logo of the airport. Mm-hmm. Now... In 1992, Jay Leno made his debut as host of NBC's Tonight Show. I'm watching, uh, I don't watch anything on CNN, certainly for newsworthy, but they've got a documentary called The Story of Late Night that they're running on Sunday evenings that I'm recording, starting back with what led up to Carson. And so now we're in the Leno versus Letterman phase and then the entree of Arsenio Hall from the side, you know, came uh-huh. in. Well, they're, they're like decades that they do. Documentaries are pretty solid as well. Yeah, I've seen one of those. I think maybe one was the 80s that I was attracted to. Yeah. But uh, Birthdays today. Tom T. Hall is 85. Sir Ian McKellen is 82. Muppeteer Frank Oz is 77. I love Frank So Oz. Frank Oz, who played Yoda. Uh, did Frank Oz also play R2-D2? I know he's played Miss Piggy. He's played the Cookie Monster. He might not have been. He was also R2- Grover. R2-D2. Grover. He was uh, born in the state, uh, or he he's 77 today. Connie Selica is 66. Mike Myers is 58 today. Wow. So Austin Powers. <laughs> Party <too>. on. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, you, you, went, you went Wayne. Instead I of, went a step You went back. Wayne instead of uh-huh. Austin. Yeah. Octavia Spencer is 51. Molly Sims, fellow Kentuckian, is 48 today. Cillian Murphy, who is the lead in Peaky Blinders, is okay. 45 today. And Olympic gold medal gymnast Allie Raisman is 27 today. Gone but not forgotten. Ralph Waldo Emerson in 1803. Mm. Igor Sikorsky, helicopter dude, in 1889. That's a great name. Dixie, it is. You should change your name to Igor Sikorsky. I, I thought you meant helicopter dude. 1939. Oh, like, yes, that's awesome. Dixie Carter was born. Igor. I just love that name. From Designing Women, Dixie Carter. Oh, many, okay. many roles, but... Yeah. Chart toppers. I'm leaving today. 1944. I'm a trip. Bing Crosby was number California one. Way. I'm gonna settle down and never He's got a good voice. And make the it's just weird hearing Bing Crosby sing something that's not a Christmas song. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. How do you feel about the San Fernando Valley, Dennis? Have I'm you been fine. there many times? I'm fine with it. Never been there. It doesn't bother me. No strong opinion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Spain? No. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> my, my brother toured Europe, Europe, if I can speak, about about a decade ago, and Spain was his favorite country. Okay. Espanol. I thought we were talking about Nevada. Is that? San Bernardino, isn't that? Oh, that's California. 1953. Jim Reeves was number one. Uh, Sarah and I walked out to this uh, to end our wedding uh, program. So, in or out of the ceremony? Out. Yeah. Recessional. Gotcha. Mexican Joe. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, that's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's right. So let me ask you, why, why, were, you, why were you all recessional to is there something? I mean, were, were one of you all considering marrying Mexican Joe? And no, no, no. He didn't make the cut? or The guy was supposed to hit track two on my cassette playlist. <laughs> I mean, he didn't rewind far enough on my cassette. He played side B instead of side A. Oh, I, I had see. a road trip playlist for the honeymoon. You have no idea what was on the B side of Mexican Joe. <laughs> it could get worse. <laughs> That's <laughs> something from Ray Stevens. That's all I know. <laughs> How about Ray Charles? I'm all about that. I can't stop loving you. Well, thank you. Classic. What year is this? Uh, this was in. 62 when 62. it was number one. Wow. Uh, Ruben did Georgia the other night. Uh, not Ruben. <laughs> he looks a lot like Ruben. Willie Spence did Georgia the other night. American Idol, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I watched the finale last night. It was pretty good. It was, it, was, it was all right. I mean, I knew who won, so it was pretty anticlimactic. I thought that Grace Kensler did a wonderful job with Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. She just That's did a really good job. Any Whitney song's tough to sing. Yep. Yeah. I would always advise not to. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I've always hated this song. Because you don't like Jeremiah, you don't like Mighty Fine Wine, mm, uh, you don't like mean. bullfrogs, what? Uh, frogs are, uh, yeah, I don't care for frogs. I just don't, I don't like the sound of this song for some reason. The voice, the beat, I don't know. It's just something didn't register with me. You n- never understood a single word he said? Could That's that probably, be why? Is that it alienating? Mm-hmm. That may be it. Because, I mean, if I don't understand what someone says, it makes me uncomfortable. And how'd you know that that was the name of the frog? Like, honestly, unless it was yours and you named it. Because they were friends. Mm-hmm. But how close were they and where did they meet? Oh, here you go. Classic. This is where yeah, I need they to met, stay, right? <laughs> they met in Funky Town. <laughs> right downtown Funky Town. They both went to the University of Funky Town, which is where their friendship formed. Elizabeth always talks about songs that you just can't not pop your head to. This has got to be on the list, right? Oh, yeah. I'd be fine if I didn't hear this song ever again. <laughs> what? Donny Osmond, Soldier of Love, was number one in 89. Janet Jackson, I Get Lonely in 98. Timbaland, Give It To Me in 07. And Florida Georgia Line, Holy, was number one five years ago today. All right, Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. And thanks for making my making my Saturday. <laughs> My, again, my pleasure. <laughs> Just being me, sure guys. sure it wasn't Mushroom and Swiss? Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> Restroom on the right. Hot ham and cheese? No. no. Okay. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. An opportunity, an opportunist is someone who goes ahead and does what you always intended to do. An opportunist is someone who goes ahead and does what you always intended to do. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.